You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You guys, happy Black History Month. I literally count down the entire year leading up to February. From the previous year, waiting for Black History Month because it's my birthday month, it's Super Bowl month, it's Valentine's Day month, all my favorite things in one, one tiny little month. And so here we are. I'm so excited to kick this, to kick this month off with this special guest. I hope you enjoy it. And also, if you haven't already, please rate this podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review. And also we're on Patreon. So please feel free to support us there. I cannot wait to embark on this month with you guys. A lot of special things coming up. All right. Enjoy. And welcome to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And y'all, I'm so excited. We've got a real-life ray of sunshine, y'all. She was in Motown on Broadway, Sunset Boulevard. Beautiful on Broadway. She made history the first time in Les Mis on Broadway as the first woman and first Black woman to go on as Eponine and Fantine in the same day. And she made Broadway history again as the first First, Black Glinda in Wicked on Broadway. Y'all help me welcome Brittany Johnson. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I have such a big smile on my face when I talk to you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I have a huge smile on my heart. Just seeing <laughs> you, it just, it truly lights up. I'm in a closet. You've lit up my closet. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Okay, so wait, you're in Los Angeles, yes? I am, yes. I just moved here for the pandemic. (laughs) And I'm just kind of figuring out what life means now. Right. Like what you do with your day when you don't have to go to a show later. And what I enjoy and, you know... All those good life things. Honestly, it's it's so freaking crazy. Like, what are? It's just a very new thing. When, when in the pandemic did you go out there? Um, I I just came out September twenty second. I got here. So oh, that's that's relatively fresh. 
It's very fresh. <laughs> and you also moved to like yesterday as well within I LA. So yeah. I just want to say thank you for, I know you're like going through, like you're doing so many things. So <laughs> girl, thank you for making time to come on my little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. So the other day I was interviewing with Todrick Hall. Have you, do you know him? Yeah. I mean, have you met him? Yes. We, we've met, I feel like we've met a couple times now, or maybe, maybe we've just talked a bunch of times, but I met him at my Wicked debut. That's where we met. Okay. So I wanted to, I wanted, I bring him up because during his interview on my show, he, he was saying how he has the original dress for, um, Kristen Chenoweth and, um, Adina Menzel's original costumes from Wicked and how, on your debut, he canceled all his plans and came to the city. Like, he made sure that he was there. He was so over the moon. It was so iconic. He was like, Salisha, she's moving to L.A. Please put in a good word for me because I want to be her best friend. And so I had to make sure that I tell you that Todrick wants to be besties. I will reach out to him as soon as we're done. <laughs> um. Literally, I'm like so excited. I know, Brittany, I know that you get this question a million times, but can you please tell me what that night was like? Honestly, it was such a whirlwind. Like I I don't remember the show at all. I remember I remember coming down in the bubble. I remember the like sound of the audience. And like, just feeling, I mean, it was like a concert. Like I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Okay, Brittany, Brittany, you're Glinda. What's your intention? Like I had to like, I was in the bubble, like you're playing a character. Do not turn into Brittany right now because you will cry. And then the show will have to halt 10 minutes while you pull yourself together. (laughs) So I was like, I just was, I was trying to like embrace the crowd as Glinda. It's like, oh, thank you so much. You know, like as Glinda. Yes. So I remember that. And then I don't really remember the rest of the show because it's like that adrenaline, like, you know? And then I remember when it was over. I remember bows. Like, and I remember like when the curtain came down, I just like collapsed onto the ground and everybody like just welcomed you. Did they swarm yeah. you? Please tell me they swarmed you. They did. It was just one of those moments that it was like, I can't believe I just did that. And I mean, to play Glinda, period, is like a, a huge dream, has been. A dream of so many. So many. And then to not only just get to play this role that you've been wanting to play for your whole life, but then also to make Broadway history, to be the first Black woman to ever do it. Like, to be like to this day, I'm, st- I'm the only Black person that has even stepped foot in the bubble. Like, that... Wow. Wow. When I think about it, I'm like, this is... It's iconic and that was, because yeah, as somebody who like, I've always thought, oh, Wicked, if I were ever to go in for that show, Glinda would not even be on my radar because I'm like, she's white. I would be better off going for the green girl. Like it would not even just be, you're a trailblazer. And one of the things that Todrick mentioned was that he, when he was in the audience before the show started, he could hear the whole cast clapping behind. <laughs> And it gave him chills. I'm like, uh, do you remember that happening? 
Or I remember, I remember, like, I remember I got in and I remember everybody was so excited and people were taking pictures and it's just like, I remember being so, I don't, careful isn't the right word, but I, I just remember being like, you have to make this about Glinda. You can't yes. make this about Brittany. Right. Because you still have a job to do. You still have a story to tell. And if you make this about Brittany, it's not going to gonna, be told. Right. It's not going to do it justice. It's not going to be what all of those people out there deserve. It's not going to be what all of the future black Glindas and brown right. Glindas and all all the colors of Glinda deserve to have. You have to like you have to be Glinda. You can be Brittany as Glinda after. And right. so I was very clear on my objective and all of, I mean, throughout my entire just rehearsal process and everything, I was very clear on my objective. And it was to make sure that whatever trail I was blazing, whatever carpet I was leaving down, it was clean so that people right. could walk on it after. Right. So, so, and I imagine that in like auditions and things that you did do that. It, it could not have been about Brittany for you to get the job because that's, I'm sure that you had to lock into those, um, into that mindset when going in for the show of like, all right, what is this character? Because <laughs> you have to be over and above beyond to even be considered for it because of the the elephant in the room I know. <laughs> so like that is I remember at beautiful we were we were like crying backstage for you we were so excited Brittany thank you and honestly like there was a part of me that was thinking oh this is so cool but it didn't dawn on me until one of my friends from California was like did you hear there's a black Glinda well I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh people care about this across the country I thought we just cared because we knew her and no like it literally transcends across the Broadway community so it's like that is a huge thing do you ever feel Ooh, this is real okay do you ever feel like the weight of that do you feel did you feel, do you feel pressure with like, I am the first black? <laughs> like, do you feel that? Is it I mean, a burden? Is it a joy? It's, I, what, English. I, <laughs> it is a great responsibility is what it feels like. It doesn't feel like a burden or like pressure. It feels like. Just responsibility, I feel like, has such a never a negative connotation in our society for some reason. But it it's like an honor, and I wear it. I I take the responsibility with pride, and I'm grateful that I that I get to have that I get to have this responsibility. It feels like I'm glad it's me, and I'm glad yes. that I have the opportunity to to share it with other people and to encourage them and to I mean these stories the like just the outpouring from people just on social media alone yeah was like <laughs> overwhelming probably it was overwhelming but it, 
it just made it just made me so grateful that I got to hear other people's stories about how it inspired them and now what what they're gonna retry with their lives now right they're just Um, like excited that anything's possible now anything is possible so okay a a couple questions what what (laughs) sorry (laughs) I'm like let me put my hair in a bun um what was the thing that kind of put it in motion for you to be in that position do you 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 mean like the the audition process I mean like yeah I guess I mean I I mean honestly I have been wanting to be in Wicked since I got to New York and I remember I literally can go back to like 2010 of emails that I sent to my agent like can you get me into Wicked 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 Wicked." and I just like couldn't I couldn't get in. And then all of a sudden, one day, I was, like, minding my own business and, you know, check my email. Wicked. Really? Glinda understudy? (laughs) Okay. Okay. And I kind of, like, laughed it off as, like, a, yeah, I'll go. But, like, I didn't really think anything of it. I thought it was just, like, oh, they're going to see me, you know. You've been in those auditions <laughs> where you're like, yeah, they're going to see me. But how about I just enjoy the fact that I get to sing this music in front of people because maybe I'll never get to again. That's what Dang. it was like for me. It was like, awesome. I get to go sing popular in front of people. That's so, Yes, I do right. know what you mean. It's like, <laughs> this might be my only chance. Might as well have fun doing it. Right. And so I did. I prepared the whole week. And like, I was like, oh, I'm going to like. You know, I just, I, I put so much time. I put like, I was like, I'm going to have so much fun in this audition. I've been wanting this for a decade. Like I'm going <laughs> to, if this is the only time I get to do it, that one person that was in the audition room is going to get my Glinda. <laughs> oh my. And you did it. You did it. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for trailblazing. <laughs> We're going to cut for a short ad break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's a question that I have because it's something that I have struggled with in the past. And that is when I... Well, actually, it's kind of like in general but specifically when i'm in a room that is a lot of there's a lot of like white people or if i'm in a role that i feel like uh it's usually like they're they're going to cast me 
and I'm black. Or do they know that I'm black? Or even <laughs> even if it's an audition that I'm going in for, that it's usually not a black person. I kind of have a feeling of let me make myself as non-threatening as possible. Let me, in a way, like whiteify myself as much as possible. That's how I have felt in the past. Did you ever feel when um, either in your auditions or when you started rehearsals or when you were like backstage that you ever needed to look a certain way, dress a certain way or act a certain way to like not be threatened? Have you ever felt that? Absolutely. I have. I feel like it for me, it's mostly during the audition. I'm always like, how should I wear my hair? (laughs) Should I should it be straight? Should it be right? Exactly. Should it be? How should I like? That's always. I mean, since I started auditioning, period. It was like, are they going to be able to see me? Like, if I have like right, like I have my like braids in. Like, should I take them out? Should I like right? Like, (laughs) that's always been the biggest thing. And I think honestly, until a couple years ago, when I just kind of stopped caring and I was like Mm. this is who I am and you're gonna put me in a wig anyway so how about I go and I show you what I can do you see my headshot you've seen other pictures so you know you've seen me in other shows where I wore wigs like you can look use your imagination so I can't and it's still you know it is still always in the back of my mind honestly like I try to put together an entire look. And as long as I feel like I always tell my students, like (laughs) you should wear something and look like when you walk by the mirror, like you want to give yourself a double take. And if you do, then you're dressed right for the audition because you have to feel comfortable with how you look. And so I started taking that advice to mine too, with my hair. And it was like, my hair is in curly phase right now. And I just did it yesterday. I'm not straightening it. It still looks good. So, right. so I, I honestly don't remember how how my hair was for that audition. I want to say it was just big and curly. Really? I want to say, yeah. That's inspiring. Like, honestly, that's inspiring. I think it was. I think it was just big and curly because... I did. Sometimes there just isn't time. Like I was more concerned about the presentation and making sure that I was like warm enough. Sounding bomb. Right. Let (laughs) us be glad. (laughs) Except up a couple optics. (laughs) So that's, I was like, you know, I put on my face and I, I felt good. And so I was like, well, hopefully this just comes through. Honestly, I feel like that is the, freaking message of the day even the person who I was hanging out with today she was talking about that and it's how I feel too like the first time when I ran and won Miss Fullerton it was like that was the first pageant that I'd ever showed up and then he was like you know what I I lose these things all the time let me just go and be myself and just be comfortable in my skin and the day that you show up not caring what other people think is the day that you walk away being freaking Glinda I know, wicked. I know what the thing is too, and it's what I, I keep trying to tell people as well. It's like they want to see you. Sometimes they don't really know what they want and maybe they their imagination isn't as big as you hope that it would be. But they really do want to see you. 
they want to see what is special about you that you can bring to their show. If you're just a carbon copy of everything else, like they can go get what they already had for that. Speak on it. So like you might as well just be yourself. (laughs) Just be your freaking self. What was your wig prep? Um, What is your wig prep for for Glinda? Oh, okay. Well, it depends on how my hair is. Okay. Okay. um, And I don't know what it's going to be when I get back because I cut all my hair off. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, <laughs> my prep, if it was curly, I would put it in like four cornrows. And then I would just like flip the ends up. And so it would get yeah. really flat like that. And then I would double wig cap. Okay. And then if it was straight, I would just do regular pin curls. Um, well, they do it. The my 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 hair lady, she does it. Thank God, because oh nice. When it's when oh, it's love. Straight, yes. When it's wait straight, wait wait wait. Only when it's straight. Well, I I wanted to do it when it was curly. It was easier Got and it. faster. And I'm I'm kind of tender headed, so I just did it myself. <laughs> Got it. I mean that, but that's the thing though, and I feel like when our hair is natural, we all and I can't speak for everybody, and I can't speak for you either. Like I how I have felt is like my hair is curly let me just do it myself because I can I can probably well, I, can't. I know I what I want faster I know exactly how to do it so that I don't look like a crazy monster when I take it out to go to right. the stage door true true and it's specific if I have to put con- like a leave-in conditioner like I'll get it all over my hands like you don't have to it's okay because there's a whole it's a whole thing yeah, it is a whole thing. Um, which, by the way, your hair looks so great right now. So you mentioned their braids. I'm like, I'm trying to see through the video. Well, okay, it's crochet braids. Oh, nice! I just did it like two days ago. It's so big. Oh, I love it. Wait, did you do it or you get it done? No, I did it myself. You did it yourself? University of YouTube, it looks bomb. <laughs> How you do it yourself? How you know? How you I learn? Was, I was in the mirror. <laughs> Honestly, the actual like... The actual the actual crochet part is the easy part. It's the prep because you have to cornrow your hair down. And I did like this crazy pattern I've never done before because I was also <laughs> like, I was like, I need to save my edges. And like, I yes. want to be in this for a while because I don't, I just, I needed a break from doing my hair. <laughs> so I was like, let me, let me go to the beauty supply. Let it me- looks bomb. Thank you. Um, I noticed like, okay, so you go back and forth really well and beautifully between straight hair, natural hair, come on, crochet braids. What is like your, do you have a favorite way that, that you prefer these days? And it might change, you know, but. Honestly, no, I, it's like, I, I like to let my hair do what it naturally kind of wants to do. And then I just help it along. So like if my hair is cut, so my, I like had just got my hair cut before I left. And it looks so cute yeah. on your Instagram. Thank you. I love like it. Like a little bob. Yeah, it's like this like side. I don't it's know. It's cute. I, thank you. <laughs> it's cute. The problem is like when I want my hair to be long, it like refuses to grow. And then once I cut it, it's like. <laughs> so I have, I was like, I'm ready. I just want my short hair back. And now it needs to be cut like every three weeks. So now it's kind of grown out of where it was. So, and it's COVID. And I'm not in New York with like, with my guy. 
who I think is your guy too. Cause he just texted me the other day. He was like, do you know Salisha? It's like, oh. yeah. He was like, oh my God, you guys could be sisters. And I was like, that's not the first time <laughs> I've heard that. And thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, so Geo, you go to Geo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first of all, when you first said that, I was like, oh my gosh, am I dating the same person as you, Brittany? I'm so <laughs> sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> you mean our hair guy. Hair guy. Uh, yes, honey. Because <laughs> when I was in Beautiful, I told everybody in Beautiful about Geo. Got it. So that started with you? Yeah. <laughs> Geo's the bomb. I know. His person, like, first of all, his work, I love my color. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Um, But his spirit and his energy, I'm like, oh, I can soak this up for yeah. a long time. And you do. And that's why you stay for so long anytime you're there. Yeah. <laughs> I just usually clear my day. I'm like, I'm not doing anything after I get my hair done. I'm just going to sit in there as long as I want. <laughs> we'll be right back right after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. How are you feeling? And you can be as, you can answer this as much or as little as you want to. How are you feeling about your your hair these days? Like your, the way it grows out of your scalp. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is it easy? Is it hard? All the things. I love it. I I love everything natural about myself. These, I mean, it took me a, a while to get man. there. It took me a while to get there. And I am, of course, every, especially being in the entertainment industry, there is yeah. always days when I'm like, maybe I should go for a run. But like, <laughs> for, the, <laughs> but like for the most part, <laughs> as a human being, I love myself. And it, it took a long time, I think, to be able to really be able to say that and mean it wholeheartedly and it's just because of how society places us as black women where we are on the totem pole of yep. beauty Speak where on. even just like the things that are naturally ours my hair grows out curly so if you tell me that straight is beautiful that already puts me at a disadvantage because uh -huh. that doesn't happen naturally. First of all, it costs money. Yep. Sometimes I don't want to spend my money to straighten exactly. what is naturally curly. Hello. Right. If you tell me that I need to have a thin nose and my cheekbones are too high, like I, these things yep. are natural. Yes. So I can't change them to fit your standard of beauty. So – I started small and it's what I tell people too when like I counsel them and whatever. It's like find one thing that you love about yourself. One thing that when you look at it, it's, it's the most beautiful thing to you or it's the most unique thing about you that when you think about it on yourself, when you look at it, it makes you smile. And for me, it was always my mouth, my smile. Yes. 
and it which was is like, beautiful. That was yours. That's why we're twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. You're so beautiful. <laughs> so for me, I started there, and it just like it, it builds a little bit of confidence every time. And after mm. a while, you just like you also start to accept when other people say that you're beautiful and right you start to question what it is about these other things that you're not that make those things beautiful you just like it's just like we you can find beauty in everything so you must be able to find it in yourself dead flowers are beautiful right people press them out you dry them they're dead and they're beautiful <laughs> they're potpourri like you can find honestly you can find beauty in everything wow and honestly i do and i i do okay growing up i didn't feel like oh i, I was kind of like awkward you know and like you kind of mentioned a little like society didn't exactly say black women you are beautiful no it's kind of like y'all ain't it because you're not you know blonde hair blue eyes you know it's yeah. very like, and like and, men like we yes i got you know meet in places that honey used to be popular all of a sudden <laughs> it's popular now my full lips are in my high cheekbones are it like my booty's it. Thank you, Beyonce, for making everybody want right. to have. But like growing up, and I, I went to a predominantly white school, so I grew up with people that I, yes, was unlike. <laughs> right. <my whole> life. <laughs> what a beautiful transition, though. To like, uh, it's hard a hard place to start, but to to get there and to be able to help other people feel that way too. That. I I have found my beauty and I, and you're beautiful too. Black women are gorgeous. And I am just kind of like I'm trying to figure out when I figured that out. And I'm glad that like the world is figuring that out. <laughs> Cuz it makes life so much easier to just be like I'm just going to be me. Yourself. Even if like because like I said, I struggle with it sometimes too. And I still sometimes get auditions and I'm like, I should probably straighten my hair for this. Or I should, I still struggle with it. But as long as the underlying theme of your life is I like me, then I think that's good enough because we're human. Do you think that you'll come back when Broadway eventually comes back? Or do you think you'll like LA and stay there? Honestly, I love LA. I do think that I will go back. Um, that would be a terrible way to end it, just like abruptly, <laughs> like yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm definitely going back. Um, but I do think after what I mean, whenever that is that we go back, and however long I'm out there for what I mean I don't I it's hard to make any kind of concrete plans or statements right now because everything is up in the air but my general plan is that yes I will go back and yes I will be back here got it I mean honestly though like your personality first of all you're gonna thrive no matter where you are thank you yes you yes 
You are. <laughs> and this is what we are manifesting and praying. And it's already, that is just you. You are going to thrive. And so LA might steal you away <laughs> in the sunshine. I do love California. It, it, it's like warm. Like I went outside in just this. I'm in like a jumper thing. And I felt it was good. It's October. It's October. I was like, I don't need a jacket. It, right. And a boot. It's literally <laughs> like that all year round. Literally working at Disneyland, if it wasn't a perfect day, they would cancel the shows. Right. <laughs> like it's sprinkling. You guys, um, go home. Don't worry. You'll still get paid for your eight hours. It's, it's a rainy day. I'm like, wait, really? Rain? I went all the way to my Broadway show in a snowstorm. Exactly. Only to get there and then get the email. Oh, Broadway's canceled for the day. Go home. After you'd already gotten there. (laughs) Y'all get up out of my face. Yeah, Disneyland's like, it's sprinkling. Let's just not. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is hilarious. I guess y'all want to write some rhymes. All right, let's go. (laughs) That's one thing I am really sad because I am a huge Disney fan and I've been wanting to go to Disneyland forever. I want to get to all the Disney. Not right now. It's closed. I know. It's sad. So many of my friends work there and it's, it's, it's sad. It's like, but I do feel like at least I'm not like, oh, poor them. It's so sad. No, it's like I can I understand because yeah, we're literally all in this together, which I think is when I start to feel really sad. I'm like, okay, literally the whole world is going through yes. this too. Right. We're not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone. Do you think that when things start to come back, how are we feeling, Brittany? Are we hopeful? That in terms of like BIPOC, in terms of like Broadway inclusion, do we think that there will be any positive changes in the right direction? Or do we think it might be kind of the same? I am so optimistic. I am. I am so optimistic just because I think it takes a mirror for people to be able to change anything about themselves. And I honestly believe that people just didn't know a lot of this. Whether it's because they were just completely blind to it because they didn't have to, Mm. or if they were trying not to see it, or like whatever it is, I honestly believe that some people just didn't know kind of one like and honestly I don't I don't disagree with you I do think about times when if you're doing a thing literally my podcast I'm like um let me call up my friends first and my friend a friend like calling up who well this is specific to black hair but like say you're doing any (laughs) say you're doing any kind of um creative project you call your friends first if all your friends are white I mean, that's going to... And that's that's, your project. And then when you start to look at it, you say, oh, but this person is perfect for the role. And so you you stop seeing that your entire cast, entire creative team is all white. You just don't notice until you're far enough along in the process that you're like, oh, crap, better get somebody brown. And then you get your token. And then you get your token. And How was it at Les Mis? How was that? How was your experience there? Was it? You know, I will say Les Mis felt like a, it felt like they were trying. Okay. Okay. Um, I think in some ways it went into the wrong direction. Like 
at some point it was like we will only let eponine be a person of color (laughs) i also don't think is right like i think you should just hire who's best for it right so it got very like now this is the black track or like this is the you know ethnic track which is what it kind of started to feel like um interesting they they tried and i do think that when we come back People now, especially because people are no people, I and other people, I'm sure you in any conversations that you're having with producers, with people who are in charge of casting and just creative, have mentioned, listen, in for the actors, we know that this is the black track. So in your show, if there's two black people in your show, then when we look at it, we say, oh, well, these are the two characters that I could possibly play. These are the yeah. only two characters that they're going to see me for. So if I can't do what these people are doing, I don't audition for your show. Hmm. So we're having these honest conversations now with people. And yeah. they're like, I didn't even recognize no, that, that this is was what was happening. I did not know this. Mm. This was not intentioned to be a black track. That's not a thing. But I think it had to be pointed out to them. Like, it just, yeah, you don't have to know what you don't know. And you know what? Like, as black people, we, I was taught from a young age, like, this is a thing. It's not from everybody from across the board. But, like, you just don't talk about it. Don't. Because if you ruffle things, you might not get the job. So You might lose it. You might get. Yes. Your contract might not be renewed. And that I was very aware of that, especially when I was still, you know, when I was on riders, I was like, I'm not going to rock the boat. Right. I'm uncomfortable right now. But, you know, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. And there's a reason that I was selected for this. And so I can take it and I'll muscle through it. it. But for now, here at work, I'm going to be a professional and I am going to present my best Black people are easy to work with too, and it's okay. Right. Person, and right. then go home and, and cry about it, which I did. Honestly, and this is the first time. Re- really? Sometimes, yeah. Liz, it's your mom. <laughs> it's like the first time that we have the opportunity to, you know, say something and for it to be like, we want to hear from you guys. I'm like, yes, yes, this is a good time. And also, Broadway is definitely leading the charge you mentioned like in Les Mis how Eponine became like kind of the black track I remember at a regional theater level before I'd moved to New York I got called in for a regional production for Eponine and I don't think that would have happened if it wasn't happening on Broadway right which is like which is an exciting piece of progress but it kind of misses the point right because it's not that because we can also sing Cosette. We can also sing Fontaine. Right. We, can, we can also do everything else. So just hire who's best. Because then it also creates this tension, which it then started to do when I, <clears throat> when other people in the industry would talk to me about like, oh, well, they're only hiring black people for this. And, or they, they only, they only want ethnic people. Like I was in auditions for this and then they just canceled my callback because they decided they wanted to go ethnic. And I was like, it's making me upset. Okay. Um, sorry. 
but I can't even count on all of my fingers and toes twice how many times that's happened to me in the other direction. Hello. So while I'm sorry that you feel like you were right for this and it was taken away for a reason that you can't control, that's my every day. Every day. Brittany, that's my every day. You hit the nail on the freaking head during when George Floyd, everything was happening at like the height of it. I had one of my, one of my best friends who was white say to me, something happened and it had to do with race and all the things. And she was like, it's just not fair. I feel like white people don't have a voice right now. Like, what do you say? What do you say then? Like, honestly, I have not talked to her since. I'm like, you don't always have to have one. Like, maybe now's the time to listen. Maybe it's. The you understand that the opposite is true. We're the one. We're, we never have a voice. And even right now, we don't. only because we're being murdered in the streets in broad daylight and we're sick of it. So like this voice, it shouldn't be something that you want to have. You shouldn't want to have to have this voice. I don't know yeah. what I would have said to that. Honestly, I, said, I was like, what is going on? This is, <laughs> this, where am I in the matrix, the alternate? You, do, do you hear yourself? Hello? One of your best friends is black and you're saying this? Like, girl, you are missing the point right now of everything that's happening. Oh, it broke my heart. It still breaks my heart. I'm like, mm-mm, you don't get it. And you know, hopefully now time has passed and hopefully she has learned enough, she's listened enough that maybe her heart has changed. Maybe she gets it a little bit more now. Yeah. And I do, I think that's happening too. And I think that every person is oh, capable yeah. of change and I pray for it. And I have to stay optimistic we about have, that too. We have to. We just have to hope. Like there is good. There is good in everybody. Everybody has, everybody can be redeemed. What is your highest vision for yourself, Brittany? I never thought about it in those terms. You know what I thought of when you said it? I imagined myself on top of a mountain. Yes. Um, yes. Overlooking like crystal blue water. And I felt like loved and supported and just like joyful when you said mm. it. I was like, that is whatever I'm doing to feel that level of love and peace. peace and serenity yeah that's my highest vision for myself I can't I I've stopped trying to plan for <laughs> what the future holds for what my career hold, like Broadway is closed it's right. closed so I am done trying to plan I'm going to shoot for peace and joy and whatever happens while I'm trying to achieve those things that's what it'll be <laughs> okay um is there anything that you would like to say that we did not <laughs> touch on at all that you're like I want to no just thank you for having me and um, your hair is beautiful and oh my god it's all frizzy beautiful 
Black people are beautiful. Yes, Thank exactly you. Exactly how you are. Exactly how you are. If you want to change, if you want to straighten your hair, if you want to get, I mean, if you want to change yourself for any reason, that's okay. As long as it's, you're not doing it because you don't love yourself. I changed my hair all the time. My hair looked different two days ago. It's, it's okay. not because yeah. I didn't like my hair. It was because I wanted something different. And to be versatile and shake it up. You know? We're allowed to so do that. Get like get to the place where you can love who you are so that everything else that you do is an adornment, not not like a, a cover-up. Love that. Love you. Love your spirit. Y'all, Brittany Johnson! <laughs> Thanks for coming, girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What better way to kick off Black History Month than with Brittany Johnson? What an inspiration. If you want to book a class or an experience with her, she's on Artists and Beyond and Broadway Plus. You can also get a cameo from her. Please follow her on Instagram at Sunny Brittany. And that's with two T's, N-E-Y, at Sunny Brittany on Instagram. I've got a really cool lineup for you guys this month. I might even be releasing a couple extra episodes, which I might drop on Saturdays. Just just subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. And then there might just be some extra gems in there, you guys. Um, thank you for supporting and loving on this podcast. If you haven't already, rate it. Give it a review. Follow us on Patreon. Tell a friend. It is I just, I feel the love. And of course, if you guys ever have anything that you're wondering or thinking or want to know or anything, slip into my DMs at Salisha Thomas and ask me. I, I try to read everything. So I'm absolutely available there. Y'all, happy Black History Month. I am so excited to celebrate my birthday on the 20th. Shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Shout out to Wilton Music for producing this song. Love COD. There's lyrics and everything. The full version is available on iTunes. Sung by yours truly. And I may or may not have a very exciting announcement coming up very, very soon. That applies directly to this podcast. So stay tuned. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. Happy Black History Month. And I will see you maybe this weekend, but for sure next week.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.